Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the PCN Podcast. I'm Brazilian. Alongside me, we got AJ. On our panel today, we got B-God, Dorsey, Mokro, and Wayne. Let's get straight into it. Our sponsor for this week is King Evan 300 for leaving yet another club less than 24 hours Amen. after signing for it. Thank you, Evan. <laughs> Yo, let's get to Evan Thank is my you. friend. Group A, the group of death. Starting us off is my homeland, PCN Brazil. Brazil. Uh, free kicker in net. This team looks set to be a strong one. And, not, and in my eyes, they'll definitely make it out of their group. Dorsey, where do you think your team will go from here? I don't know yet. I don't have a good read on this team. We have we've only had a couple real nights where we've played together. We still haven't played with like the first choice team. I you guys have a first choice team? Roughly. We're still we're still struggling to like get our strikers nailed down, which is, you know, kind of a big thing. We have the talent to honestly, if we get it together to go all the way, but we could also I'm not gonna say go out of the groups, like for sure, but like there is a scenario where like we suck and that happens. So really anything is on the table for Brazil. I heard Eric's looking for a team. Yeah, I heard Eric got dropped from Espana, Isokin's team. They're not really a joke in that group. In goal, they have the mighty DJ Rod, protected defensively by Quick and Realms to make a tough defensive third to penetrate. Losing to eventual winners, Morocco, sees them set for a strong World Cup run. But yeah, dropping a couple players in Eric and Triple, I believe. What do you make of that? I mean, Spain, just I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we briefly mentioned it, but Spain, they're just a team with a lot of egos. There's a lot of drama there. And, you know, if they're playing well, they're going to be one of the toughest teams to beat in the whole tournament. But there's also, I can see things going terribly and people getting on each other and, you know, that team really crashing and burning. You guys want to hear a tongue twister? No. Yeah. Holy mackerel, Mokro's Morocco team is good. Wow. That was the gayest shit I've ever heard in my life. Don't ever say another tongue twister. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is a bad for the podcast. Oh my god. I didn't know anyone still said tongue twisters. Well, some would say they were overshadowed by Spain, just in the terms of a whole as a whole. I think the key players like Italiano, Kessie, Tiago, Phil, and Hernandez, just to name a few from this team. They're just big influences on their success, and the fact that you guys won the Confed Cup votes pretty well for what I would assume you guys expect to be a deep run in the World Cup. Mokro, how do you think you guys are performing? Well, you know what? I was really expecting more from Spain. I wasn't expecting anything from my team, but they showed up. Didn't get a single practice in at all prior to this Confederation Cup. We tried getting friendlies before the Cup started, and we couldn't even hook because Peanut and Tan don't know how to do friendlies on pro clubs. So it was it was looking pretty uh, negative to start off. And then we started off getting scored on twice by Uruguay. And then right there, I was losing my mind. You know how I am in parties if you played with me. I scream, I yell, I get angry. But then we, we kind of picked up right after. We scored four, four on Uruguay. And then we didn't concede a single goal after that. That being said, if you guys remember in the Euros, Italy was destined to be the best team. We won the cup prior to the actual thing. And then we fucking choked. So I hope that doesn't happen this year. I know I'm going to be missing for a few games. Italiano's missing for the first half. Kessie got a real job, you know. So we'll see what happens. Interesting insight from one of the most vocal members of PCN. <laughs> um, You're damn right. Definitely humble. 
I mean, speaks the truth. Mean, I'll give him that. Humble. I didn't say we're fucking sick. I just said, you know, <laughs> the truth hurts sometimes. The truth right. hurts. Yeah. I just said humble. It's gonna be to see who out of Brazil, Morocco, and Spain wins the group and who wins those. Yeah, a lot of talent. I don't even lot think of Brazil is a contender. I think really? it's. Uh, that's I don't even know who's in our group, to be honest. I didn't even know Brazil was in our group. Yeah. But definitely Spain and Morocco. What about Uruguay? We'll no, or Uruguay, yeah. Bidon, so sick. I mean, we scored the only goals you conceded the whole tournament. What true, that's mentioned? true. But we did Come not have our starting defensive line. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that's, not, that's, our, that's our fault. So, all right. <laughs> Quad in the Axe Iceland team has some work to do after a really rough Confed Cup start where they lost 8-0 to Australia. Ooh, with four teams oh coming into the group, they have a chance to make it out, but not a very strong one. Some of their key players include Chronic, Pure Vegetable, and Beast Gaming. Now, I don't know a lot of the people on this team, and I know during the Euros, Iceland wasn't exactly uh, stellar. I don't know if the trend's going to continue, but in the end, I'm expecting Iceland to either barely qualify by the skin of their teeth or not qualify at all. Moving on to Ronaldo 9's Mexico, who lost to the eventual finalists, Germany. They had a relatively strong team with the likes of Gato Bravo, Cheesy, and Unix. I'm not sure where I expect them to finish in this group, but I definitely see them qualifying out of it. Yeah, I think Mexico are kind of the wild card of this group. They have a lot of talented players, like you were mentioning, but it's also kind of a... It's, it's a weird mix of players, but I think it's a lot of players who are actually Mexican and really have the passion for the team, and so I think I think that's going to be a team... That's racist. No, it's not. What? <laughs> Accurate. Having nationalist pride is now racist. Let's break this down here. Hold on. I know Denmark has a, a player from Denmark, and he really... Really? Like, he wants to play really well. Yeah, oh, and Morocco cool. has a player from Morocco. Yeah. Can you change your name to Morocco B, please, for the World Cup? <laughs> Please. I mean, Brazil would have had a Brazilian, but Colombia came calling. I'm just saying that you can't underestimate the passion for playing for your national team. And it's also just kind of cool to say, hey, that's my team. Yeah. Yeah. About One thing US. I learned from you guys on this podcast is you guys are all premature ejaculators. Life alert. Just let him go. Early just let him explain super this. Season 8 Super League title run. And we still ended up coming in fourth and winning two major trophies. Coming in fourth? So that sounds like you premature ejaculated in fourth instead of first. Is it it premature ejaculating coming in first? Coming in fourth. No, that means coming in fourth. For what it's worth, I never said life alert, I don't think. Yeah, I got to say this. Someone did. The more Macro speaks, the the more pathetic I feel about my life that I lost (laughs) to him. Like, literally. Listen what this man's saying. Bidon's Uruguay team is a strong team, but failed to really show it this time after losing to eventual Confed oh, Cup Jesus. champions Morocco in their opener. There's time to regroup and recuperate, but they face the most difficult group in the tournament. Oh, there Some we of their do. key players, Smoke Break, Vichens, and Slip Kid. And AJ. I wouldn't doubt yourselves yet. You guys played very well. You guys got two beautiful chances on us, and you capitalized, and that's what gets dubs. Scoring that on I'm entirely sure somewhere B Don is yelling about. Yeah, B Don's normally yelling. Yeah, that's, I think we're the best. We're gonna win. I mean, we're doing good. I mean, we little like we haven't practiced. Like, I was surprised we scored two goals. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I was happy, and then we kind of laid off the gas. But it was a good game, and the results kind of expected. 
Moving on to Group B, Bones Belgium team is some strong players like the likes of Bauer defensively and Cafetero offensively, but it was ultimately defeated by Spain 2-1. Interested to see how they fare in their group because, to be honest, I was gone for too long to be fully in the loop aside from Group A, so I don't know much about all these teams competing, but uh, they seem to be a good team. It's not a team I know a ton about, but there's some good players on there. It's, it's an interesting mix. Just like you, I know probably the most about Group A because that's my group and it's kind of got the most established teams. But I think Group B looks wide open, so, you know, they could be a surprise. Moving on to Rowdy's Croatia team, and they've had some decent signings in Z-Jig, Fizzy, and Meat Train to help guarantee some spells of extended possession. Uh, I'm curious to see how NL Brasileiro does as a fellow Brazilian. Como vai parceiro? But yeah, Croatia's a good-looking team. Thoughts? With the signing of Jig in Brazil, he, he surely did uh, get a good signing right there. He uh, he's gonna have a good good teammates right there. Yeah, it's it's a interesting mix of kind of Liverpool and a couple of Man U players there now. You know, I, I think he's probably still he's only got 13 on the roster right now. There's probably a little more room to add a couple of talented players, but like I said earlier, I think it's I think it's wide open to me. They look like probably one of the favorites to finish in the top two or three. Once they get the chemistry going, they'll they'll, they'll get it going. I think that back line is so important. I think everyone's kind of struggling to find that striker chemistry. So if you can have a good back line, pretty much set. Oh, yeah. Defense is so critical in this because especially having like if you have any kind of depth in defense, because so many people are signing, you know, four defenders and then one or two of them don't show up on a day. And now you're forced to play a bot or, you know, some a midfielder there. And that really makes a difference just having a full defense. That goes to add with the depth of your, your roster as well. So. You know, you do get, what, was it 25 roster spots, I believe? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so use them up. All right, moving on to Daddy Aiken and his Nigeria team. They're looking solid with Icon BK Community helping tighten up that back line. Their first game will be against a difficult Portugal side, and I'm interested to see how they do, along with Mars Paxis, Jeepers, and Dastardly Drake to strengthen the side. Yeah, AJ, you had Jeepers as your keeper all season. Do you think he can be a key piece for Nigeria? Yeah, like with Jeep, he's incredibly consistent. I'm glad to hear him getting some recognition in terms of that. And then also Daddy Aiken getting some recognition with uh, the Nigeria squad. I know, you know, being the D1, you kind of talk to a couple different, you know, managers, looking into next year, seeing what you're going to do. And Daddy Aiken being able to weather the storm and put a team together, which I've always said is awesome. Jeepers is one of those guys, he's never going to just be amazing. He doesn't look amazing, but he's so consistent that when you look at the stats and you put them in every single time, every single week, you realize there is a value in having a keeper that is consistent, that is always there, that is always in communication, and always pretty doesn't really give up more than two goals. I mean, to be like, unless you're playing horrible. So any team he's on has a, a, a pretty good chance, I feel like. Moving on to Stay High and his Portugal team. Now that's a pretty decent-looking outfit, bolstering the mighty Kazra in goal. Alongside with Lupe, Feroshi, Vision, and the powerful Chris Boss. They lost to Mexico in the first round of the Confed Cup, but I think they have the potential to make it pretty far in this tournament. You know, we've been talking a lot about those teams that have strong sides, have kind of picked the uh, cream of the crop from a couple different teams, and then started picking the st- regular starters from some lower to mid table teams, just some decent all round players. I think Portugal are a team that will definitely make it out of their group. I could see them maybe. I don't know, maybe pass the round of 16, and that's where their journey would end. But I could see them making it pretty far. What about you? 
you know, it's pretty crazy how we say, like, all these teams have good players, and, you know, like, oh, I can see them winning. But some of these teams are just not going to go through. You know, this is, like, what, the sixth or seventh that we've talked about in just this half of the table, and everyone is talented. So I feel like whoever practices the most is just going to be able to find that team chemistry because there's no team in here that's really other than I can't remember who lost 8-0, Iceland. You know, that's the only team that's really in disaster right now. Everyone's going into this like, okay, we got a good, you know, we got a good striker pair. We got a good midfield. And I think it's going to be tough once we get into these games and it matters. Yeah. You talk about practice? Practice, dog. (laughs) And the thing is, though, Portugal is one of these teams that's going to practice because I know that team has been on a lot because that's what Stay High does. He gets your team to play a lot. So I know they're going to have the chemistry. I played on his Netherlands team at the last World Cup and we finished top of our group. We had the most points of any team in the group stage. We had a really crappy knockout stage after that, but you know, I, I expect that team probably to finish first or second in that group. And you know, they have you know he's got Snowboarder, who was his real main man at PSG this season, really kept them from going to the relegation zone. So I think he's going to look to that defense with him and Kazra to really hold it down, and hopefully he and Lupe can get things going up top. Now moving on to Saudi Arabia, and I don't know too much about them other than Lil Perp being the manager and a couple of their key players like Matt B. Creep and Patty Ducks and Rich Forever Alvaro Morata. I don't know. Again, you know, you just finished talking about the teams that we say, oh, they'll make it, but then they don't. This is just a team I don't really see much happening with. I, I'm, I'm okay with being surprised, being pleasantly surprised and being wrong, but I don't really see this team going very far. So they have, like, I think, I think like four players from Benfica, four or five from Benfica, which was a you know this probably the strongest team in D1 last season, apart from Bayer Leverkusen. So they definitely gonna have some chemistry there, but they're just struggling. I think at the numbers right now, you know maybe they have a bunch of people where they're ready to sign, they just haven't done it yet. But as of now, they got eight people on the team, and it looks like they're just kind of struggling to fill out the whole roster. And if you can't consistently field eleven in this kind of tournament, you're not gonna go too far. I agree, buddy. Like I play with them quite a bit. The dirty Saudis. Shout out to you guys, right? I feel like Patty is. Uh, <laughs> they've made a. The recruiting. I think. Uh, I don't know if. I think this is Patty's first go at it, but putting a team together is difficult. The recruiting process, I think, is probably one of the hardest things for a manager. And then keeping everybody on board into practice. And so um, I know they've probably been struggling with that, but they're looking for guys. It's one of those teams that could surprise me if they get the right pieces, but they're also one of those volatile teams, I feel like, in a way, that could completely blow up and, and lose really bad, but then could also make a, a pretty far run. And that's that's my take on the dirty Saudis. Everyone has a chance to be spoiler. That's for sure. All right. And finally, moving on to the last team in Group B, Raider Aces team, Switzerland. A few key players like Witty, Lazy Sniper, and Real Capone. They lost 1-0 to Brazil in the round of 16. So, again, not a lot of chance to see what they can do. They've got a decent team. I don't know if they'll qualify out of their group. They might be uh, the very last team that makes it out of their group. But, again, I don't see them going extremely far. We played them last night in that first round. We beat, we only beat them one nothing. We we could have scored more, had our chances. They seemed organized in terms of like defensively. Like we had some chances, but it was kind of hard to get really good ones. But offensively, didn't seem to kind of have a ton of chemistry. So that's a team that probably has some work to do in the next week if they want to get out of the group. Finally, moving on to Group C. First up is France, Darcy 8 being their manager. Now, they have a pretty decent team with Misfit, Mav, Kev, Raven, and Crack. Well, they beat us. They beat Colombia 2-0. But then they lost 2-0 to Morocco in the quarters. So, I will say this about France. They were, you know, they were a good team. We didn't have 
per se our best lineup out there. Uh, you know, it was a chance to feel some out. We didn't have a full defense. That's what we're still trying to work on, especially. But we we performed pretty well. We had our chances. I think, you know, they, they had a good keeper. They, they, they had a good chemistry. They've been practicing more than us. Just kind of uh, hurt that we only got some of our recruitment going a little later than we would have liked. But they were a good team. I'm excited to see what they can do. I'll agree with you there. I thought France was a very difficult opponent. They had some good chances against us, but we have a very strong defensive line. And I know Hernandez, Matias, and Beans, they saved our ass a couple of times. And I don't know. I, I expect them to go pretty far in this tournament, but we'll see what happens. Anything's in the air right now. All right. Now moving on to Germany. B-God being their manager. B-God, tell us a little bit about your team. Uh, well, I mean, I practically got this squad. From scratch, I, I built it up from scratch. I got the team from uh, Magic when once he he told me he was going on vacation, and kind of had a couple of days to kind of think of who I wanted to to bring along with me on this title, you know, chase. And I I decided to you know get a couple key players from Manchester United, of course, you know, and I just I just I just basically you know recruited some people that I that I played with, and I, I got you know exposure from the draft, of course, thanks to ISO. Uh, shout out to ISO. And uh, and and that kind of helped me there, and and that's how I got him together. You uh, you have the legendary Ricky under teams. He is he going to be a <laughs> uh, is he going to be a starter? Or is he just kind of a, a fill-in option at this point? So basically, basically Ricky joined us uh, kind of late in the in the in the recruitment process. So of course, he's probably going to play one or two games in the in the cup. I just don't know how how to fill him in at the at the current moment, just because I got a stack squad and uh, you know everybody is is jumping to play. Everybody wants to get a piece of Morocco, of course, because that you know that loss the other night really, really, really got us. So we tried, you know, to to do different things, and you know, at the, at the last moment, we we kind of we kind of flaked. But we're gonna definitely show up in the World Cup and definitely show everybody well, you know, who we are. I mean, I was impressed. We we lost you guys in penalties, obviously, to get to the semi, <laughs> to get to the final, and you know, it's a really well balanced roster from looking at it. You guys were tough to penetrate. We our goals were fortunate perhaps so i think right now you guys are probably one of the better's favorites to to go all the way yeah and i, I appreciate that i appreciate that I, you know it's crazy because we didn't even have our, our our starting lineup and you know our defensive line that really goes to show how how much our backup players you know stepped up and 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 played you know through the through the confed cup so i really appreciate lewis and and you know everybody else that showed up moving on to japan Killer Man being their manager. Some of their key players are Nash, Manic, Death King, and Flat Diamond. They lost to you guys, B God, in the Confed Cup. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how they played? I mean, they were they were a tough. They were a tough team. They were a tough team. I mean, uh, it was it was it was a give and go game. I mean, we we just we just kind of just played them to to our to our advantage. I mean, they they gave us you know a couple through balls, I believe, to lead to to chances, and and we got the goals. But it's it was a tough game. And that's a team that is, I think they gave the new manager about a week ago, and they've been struggling to get a full, I mean, they're up to they're up to nine or ten players now, so it looks like they're, they're going to have a full squad. I was a little worried about them for a minute, but they're doing a good job, you know. It's tough when you get a late start to recruiting, because so many, so many players were signed, you know, midway through season eight for their national team, so, you know, getting a late start is always tough, but I'm, I'm looking to see how they do. I think they're going to surprise some people. Poland, Marksman being their manager. Now, 
they only have four players at the moment, so there's not really much to say about them other than their key player we've picked out, Lona P.I. Hopefully they can get a full 11 by the time the tournament rolls around. It'd be a shame to see any team have to bow out before it even begins. And it's always a fun experience to play in this World Cup, so power to you, Poland. Hope you guys can get a starting squad for the tournament. Moving on from there, we got Russia, Vital Image being the manager. Some of their key players, Online, Ace, Hydro, Crusher, and Lipton. They lost to Argentina 2-2 in regular time, and then on penalties they lost. Well, we'll see if Vladimir Putin has any influence in the PCN World Cup. Hopefully he does. Fuck the Russians. Fuck Putin and fuck Italiano. He's he's listening. He's listening to you right now. Probably. Yeah, he's listening to this podcast, probably. He's a big fan. Yeah. Shout out, Putin. Love you, dog. Trash. You're doing nothing yeah. wrong. Excited to see Zenit make its way into the Super League, big dog. <laughs> All right, moving on now. We got Sweden. Boss Artilles is the manager. Some of their key players, Chef Wheezy and Southern Blend. They're an interesting little team. I uh, don't know too much about them. If anyone else does, feel free to uh, interject. But I, uh, I'm excited to see what they can offer. They, like Poland right now, they're just a little low on the numbers, so hopefully, you know, they've been practicing, just haven't gotten the signings done, and hopefully they're not just, like, you know, going to go out there playing with five or six. That would be a bit of a shame, and it would kind of, you know, advance everyone else in the rest of that group, but you never know. I mean, there was there were a couple of teams at this point in the Euros last time that signed a bunch of players the last day and ended up going through the group, so you just, you never know. Don't count them out. Now on to the last group of the tournament, Group D. Start off with Argentina. Good old King Smurf, Platesy, whatever he goes by these days. His key players on the list today are Zebra, Spurs, and Rio. Those are three very important players to uh, really help carry this team forward. I think Argentina will definitely make it out of this group, but I don't think they'll top it. I think Australia might have a stay or two in that. Yeah, I was playing for Argentina for a while, and I... uh bowed out due to the commitment. We were talking about practice there, and these guys are really going for it. I mean, they're on all day, every day. So I really didn't have time for that, so I kind of stepped away. But, uh, I mean, they were kind of forming the pieces about two weeks ago. So I uh, I didn't see how they did in the Confed Cup. But I think they'll be a team that definitely plays as a unit. We've uh, friendly them a few times with Brazil, and I think the first couple times they really outplayed us. That was probably our first night we really had practice, and then played them about a week ago. I think it was pretty even, and then last night we played them in the second round and beat them three nothing. Pretty easy for us that game, but I've also seen them play better. So you know that's that's a team that has chemistry, and I would expect to get out of the group. Now on to my personal opinion, the favorites for their group, Australia. Thon is the manager. Uh, some of their key players include Peanut, Wozniko. Don't forgive you for what you did to us the other night, Wozniko, but it's okay. Kanga and Stanky and Goats. Now, Australia are a attacking team with a strong defense. And in this group, I see them topping it. From there, maybe round of eight? I don't really know. You know, it's just we've talked about, again been said over and over we've talked about so many teams that are just they're gonna make it out of their group and then who knows what could happen this such an unpredictable event the last if you know if the last real world cup was anything to go off of who knows what's gonna happen uh, i think australia is definitely a team that's gonna go through they got a strong team and they've got a deep team too they've got i think the biggest roster currently and 
looking at the roster, I mean, any one of those players pretty much could start for them. So, you know, whether they had the top end talent or, you know, put it together, I don't know. But certainly this is a team that could be, I, I would think for them, at least like semifinals is probably their goal. On to PCN Colombia. Colombia! My boys! <laughs> Lego Dog is their manager, and what a fine Lego Dog he is. I'd say some of their key players going into this, uh, more on the attacking side of things, Spicy Beetle, Mbappe, Cream Cheese, and Tony. You know, it's just, uh, I'd say we're a pretty decent team. You know, we lost 2-0 to France. I already kind of highlighted that we didn't have a fullback line, but I think if we can at least nail down like a starting 11, the, we'll, we'll be okay. I think we can make it out of our group from there. I don't know. What do you think, I, Wayne? I mean, I think what we have so far has been pretty uh, pretty good building blocks. We haven't had the practice that our teams have yet, so I really want to get some more in with that. But we get a couple pieces, you know. Uh, Columbia might be a little, you know, sneak in there, see what happens. I'm not, you know, I'm not making any big promises, but I like what we got. We got a great goalie. <clears throat> And uh, they told us to say that we all have very big dicks and we're the best team out there. So, <laughs> Colombia, cocaine over everything. Pablo Escobar, I don't know. How is Lego Dog as, as a manager? Because this is his definitely his first manager experience. So what's what's that? You know, I've kind of uh, I've kind of pointed him to a couple players to sign, but honestly, he's been doing a lot of the building of the team. He's been definitely figuring out the formation to work work with. He's definitely, you know, I've played on teams where managers don't utilize players in the correct positions, and uh, thankfully he's one of those guys that realizes exactly where people should be playing, you know, what's what's best for them, what's best for the team as well. So he's, he's doing a good job. Part of that realizing where players should play is he's putting me up top. It's uh, mm-hmm. big moves. I no, think he's doing yeah. great, and he's chill yeah. about it. We're, You know, I've played on some teams where the friendlies, people are getting angry at each other, and the tone's bad. And we don't have any of that. There's no, you know, we're working. There's, it's peaceful. It's very nice. Not saying anything against any other managers, but it's no, good. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's a very composed guy. He's very smart, wise for his age. Moving on to Denmark, Last King is their manager. Some of their key players are the almighty body Studa, Fozzie, Gaston, Lindsay, and Fessing. I don't really know a lot about Denmark, but I've heard it's a nice country. And I've heard these guys, you know, I know some of these guys on this team are solid, top-class players. They can really make a difference. So I'm really excited to see what they have to offer in the group, and I'm really excited to play against them as well. To me, they're one of the teams to beat in the tournament. They got their team put together pretty early on, and it's a really nice-looking roster all the way around. Uh, They just, I think, added a couple... Players the other day just to kind of finish off the squad, but you know they've got so many incredible attackers. They get some really solid defenders. I think I mentioned earlier they had a player from Denmark that's DK Gaston, who to me is one of the best attackers in this league. And so I know he's been playing striker for them, leading leading the line from up top. And you know I don't know to me to me them in Australia definitely look like the strongest teams coming out of Group D right now. Egypt, Mohamed Saleh, can he do it? Can he not? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Stay tuned to the PCN podcast. <laughs> we got we got that, and then we got football's coming up. <laughs> uh, England and Egypt, I, there's not much to say about them, at least from our perspective. We don't have anyone here who really knows anything about them. They're both kind of late starters on their teams, still signing people. You never know, just because they're an unknown, but... Um, 
I think right now that the team's on the outside looking in in Group D. I really hope one of them surprises us. Yeah, I'm always down for a surprise. Not the expense of Columbia, though. Just give us a reason to talk about you, okay? Egypt and England, just give us a reason to know. All right? That's that's, that's, that's your homework. Your homework homework. for the first game of the season is to give us a good reason to talk about you guys. Exactly, man. And we're going to wrap up with everyone going to give their prediction for who they think is going to win the final between their, the two teams they think is going to make it. So anyone got one to start? I do. I mean, I think it's it's pretty obvious through logic and just sound science that Uruguay is is going to take it. That's all Shut I got. Shut up, deadass. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got? Colombia, Morocco. <laughs> no. Calling it first. I got... Me personally, I think it's going to be between Morocco, Spain, Germany, and Denmark are the four teams I'm really leaning towards. I think realistically, I could see it being a rematch of the Confed Cup final. I'd say the result's going to be 1-1, 6-5 on penalties for Morocco. Well, I'll highly have to disagree with you there, sir. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, no, I'll I'll probably go with the same thing. Morocco, Germany, of course, and we will prevail, and we're not going to lose two zero. We will probably win three one. So that, that's that's. But that's magic isn't carrying you, B God. Magic doesn't have to carry me at all because I scored forty seven goals as well. So like I said, with yeah. straight science and logical reasoning, Uruguay. I mean, I don't know how this isn't this isn't just a common sense argument. I'm predicting an Egypt-Sweden final. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Iceland could sneak in, too. I do I, think there will be a surprise, like, either semifinalist, maybe quarterfinal, like a complete, like, shock semifinalist, something like that. I'm like a Belgium in the last year or something like that. But um, Columbia! I'm going to go Denmark over... My heart says Brazil. My head says Morocco. So I'm going to go Denmark to beat Morocco in the final. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, I think that about wraps up our PCN so. podcast. Hope to see you guys next week. <laughs>